Says a pastor here in Virginia, a Hermitage High School student asked to stand for the pledge by Capitol Police. Oh, that you can't do that. The ramifications are large. I think the police should be fired. I bet you do. And according to Joy Behar, Trump should be arrested for a hate speech. That's next. If that were true, she would have been incarcerated a long time ago. Virginia citizens and American patriots radio. As the founding fathers intended, the Lee brothers, my name's Scott Lee. Hi, Richard Lee. Thanks for joining us this beautiful, beautiful Saturday morning. Uh, how can you, I don't even know what day it is. Where am I and what yeah, time? That's, is, that's, 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 it's nasty okay. out there. I'm going to tell you one thing. The heat, heat got to me yesterday so bad. I didn't know who I was or where I was. Or where then I was how going is that, or where I'd I'm been. not quite sure that's different than what other day? Um, it's different than Thursday <laughs> or Tuesday. All right. Coming up in the program, um, the, the Richmond public schools have taken their elementary schools, Carrie and I believe Fox, and decided to merge them for one reason. Diversity. And this is the most that's, unbelievable decision I have seen. That's how you get a pay raise. I, I, it look, might be. Look, it, it worked beautiful for... Uh, the sun god, raw. I mean, it was beautiful for him. <laughs> well, that's not so Think about good. it. He's paid a nasty pile of money. Yeah. So that's coming up in the program. We got to cover that. And I, and I can't get over this this Hermitage High School junior who who wouldn't stand. He goes to the General Assembly session for the gun uh, special session, refuses to stand for the pledge. He just sits down. A Capitol policeman comes up and says, hey, you need to stand up. Either out of disrespect or I don't know. Because you live in the greatest country on a planet. Either one is fine, except he doesn't have any respect and he hates the country. So we'll discuss that coming up in this hour. Hermitage which is a High School. Blow your mind. It's a great high school. Apparently, my alma mater. A lot of people of in this building yes. came from that school. Yes. And uh, he is disrespecting and should be beat about the heads and shoulders. Oh, really? For doing that. That's how you feel about him. All right. So that's coming up. And the. Um, I've got the stick that can do it. The left has um, is, is attacking bad words, bad words like America, bad words like manhole. These, are, by the way, the F word is fine. They can still use cuss words, but they can't have these words used anymore. Manhole, manhole, manhole. Manhole is a thing that irritates you every time you drive when you go boom, boom, stinking manhole. <laughs> no, can't say that anymore. Can uh, the Democrats and the left are on a mission to stop this hate speech? So, what are we going to call? The big round metal things in the middle of the road. What in perhaps, the, perhaps that's what, what you can use. It's a bad word. You got to bleep it out. See. All right. So four five four thirteen sixty six four five four thirteen sixty six. Up and running. Your phone calls. Uh, phone lines are open, and we are uh, looking at Trump's tweet this week. Which is, when you look at Trump's tweet, how can you say, how can you say it's racist? Now. In case you didn't hear Trump's tweet, and I don't, I don't hardly want to read it again, but it's, it's what he's essentially saying is, is to the four worst people in Congress, <laughs> which happen to be women, which happen to be women of color, which, by the way, to now the that's left, your opinion. What? That they're women? Well, 
It could be your opinion on that, but it is your opinion that the worst. Oh, they're the, the they worst. Are the no, worst that's not my opinion. <laughs> in Congress, it's a fact. Oh well, no, well, I, I think it's a fact too. But we're entitled to our opinions. These women may be brilliant, right? If you put them down with, uh, you know, I don't know, a tribe of people in South America that have never seen an airplane, you know, they may think them. They're they smart. Then, think of yeah. them that they're God, but uh, at this point in time. Well, Trump, not so much. Trump, what he tweeted wasn't racist. Just because they're women of color and they're all women doesn't mean that they're ra- You have to look at what he says. And essentially what he says is these women despise the country. If you don't like it, why don't you go back to where you came from, which is your original country, which isn't for the case. They were born here, um, all but one. Uh, and then t- look at it. Now, you may not like that speech. You may say that's disgusting. The president shouldn't say that, which is fine. You can. But Trump did something here. You see, and we talked about this on our last show a little bit. There's something inherent about all Americans, and I use all in the sense of all except radical leftists, 98% of America that you drive by, talk to, walk, and communicate with on a regular basis. They love the country. Americans love the country. Most people like it. And when they hear people say things that America is the root of all evil, that America is a cesspool, they hate it, they don't like it, most people respond negatively to that. Trump has tapped into this. That's what he's doing here. Now, most people don't may like the fact how he said it, but I'm telling you, the people read this and go, you're exactly right. If you hate the country so bad, why be a congressman from the country? Leave the country. Now, every one of us who are either listening or paying attention have things about the country we don't like. I've got a list. i got a list of things about the country I'd like to change, except all the things I want to change. I want to go back to the original documents of, of what Madison had in mind. Those are my principles. Uh, well, I, you know, one other part to that change is to uh, actually have people— in Congress, and the Senate, working in the federal government, who feel the same way. They want to, you know, it's not our view. It's the view that should be seen by all of those folks up there. I'd have they a love sh- of country. They should be looking at the founding documents. They should be studying them, reading. Not one of them should be sworn into office without knowing those documents. Well, and actually, there's an inherent, sure, and there's an inherent... That's what made you, America great. There's an inherent part of that, too. Not only do you, you study the founding, but you actually come to love the country in general, even with its flaws. Now, there's a tremendous show on TV that is full, that is full of very smart women. It's called The View. <laughs> <laughs> what are you saying? They found the smartest among us. That's right. Put them on TV on The View. Exactly. They walk up to them on the street and they say, hey. You know where a hot dog stand is? Ah, I've been trying to find one myself. There's one right behind you. You need to be on the view. So Joey Behar, after after seeing the tri- the, the tweet and all the other tweets, and I actually, stand I one. know you have a, a serious issue with her. And, and by the way, I have a thing for her. I have I have a. It's a big wooden stick with a knob <laughs> on the end. Easy. That's, that's a, I want to whack her with violence. <laughs> um, so here's what she said about Trump. This is this is unbelievable. Why can't, why can't he be um, um, brought up on charges of hate speech? Oh, my God. Why can't he be sued by the ACLU for hate speech? I don't get it. How does he get away with it? You don't get it? You don't get it? You think because he says something you don't like? 
They can sue anybody at any time. Well, they could sue you, Joy. Yeah, that's true. They could. But this is, that's so idiotic. You know, they don't have the capability of thinking before they speak, obviously. Joy Behar actually thinks there's a oh, law in, somewhere? She's just, L- listen to how far her. our culture's come that hate speech. There's such thing as a hate crime. No, there's not. There's crimes. Now, why the crime is done is irrelevant. Even if you, and most crimes, by the way, are done with some form of hate in your heart. But now we have a hate crime, which doesn't exist. And now we have hate speech. Don't Joy you, Behart thinks the president should be prosecuted for a hate speech. Don't you think the Democratic Party and his beloved members are try, reaching for anything, anything? You know, Joe Biden says, you know, I, I worked my whole political career, you know, uh, work, working on the rights of of everyone. I'm going to get civil rights for not only folks here, but for the LGBTQ community. Civil rights for LGBTQ. I thought they had rights the same as you and me, but I... I I, They they do. You know, of course they do. Joe Biden, they're they're grabbing for straws because they're going to I think it's grasping for straws, but either way. I think well, grabbing for straws. you can for, grab you can for one if it's on the ground. I you think can grasp for it if it's in the air. <laughs> okay. Let's try. Where's your straw? Well, why can't, we he, show the why can't he be um, um, brought up on trial? We have a hit speech. Because there's no such law. It's called the First Amendment. These people, if they were in charge, it, it's crazy to think. They're making up their own amendments as they go. <laughs> Completely. All right. Coming up, you got to hear what this Virginia pastor put on his sign at a church in Appomattox. And it's just in line with how people think. It's that simple. Your phone call's next, 454-1366. The Lee Brothers, 820 WNTW, 92.7 FM. James Madison and George Washington would be so proud. The Lee Brothers on 820 WNTW. Well, if you ask me where I come from. Yeah, this is a simple premise. Hey, what I the, the premise is... Where you come from, United States of America, there, there used to be this this thing that binded everybody in politics, that America was the best place on earth. It was uh, the only hope for mankind on the planet. It uh, it's, it's not perfect. It never has been. What system is? In fact, there's not a better country on the planet that's, that's better than we are, and we have all these flaws. But there used to be a, a, at least we could rally around the United States flag, and now it seems like there are at least four, four of these women called the squad that is radically anti-American. And when Trump tweets about it, most people go, yeah, go back. You know what? That's that seems like a group of children that uh, what the squad, the squad back in the day (laughs) when little kids are playing. Let's let's do something and call it the squad. Okay, okay. You know, if we could have political parties, take a look. At their ideas, there's good ideas on both sides of the fence. No, then there's no, horribly bad ideas on both sides no, of the fence. I don't know. But they need to get together and agree to disagree, sit down and listen to what other people have to uh, say, what they know. have to say. I think we you like ha- the the constant craziness that's brought us to oh, the squad. The well, squad. the squad brought us to the squad. The, the you know radical what's missing left from the, the squad. What's missing from the squad? A white woman. Well. There's a racist statement just been said, but there's no I think the, white person I think on the, the squad. squad. They're, they're, they are representing themselves as all the colors of the rainbow, the, but they're not. They're missing they're, one. They're representing radical leftism. 
Yeah. That's what they're representing. There's in fact, I think they're representing, Behar on they're representing the entire Democratic Party, which is kind of making the point that Trump is. This is the new leftist Democratic Party. Now, this has actually come to Virginia. Appomattox, there's a church in Appomattox called Friendship Baptist Church. On their, I guess it's the sign that you see sometimes when you drive by these churches, they post statements on the, and it says, America, love or leave it. Yeah, that's a very positive statement. People say that's racist, that's this, that's that. It's a very positive statement. Well, I don't understand, you know, I have never seen a sign like that. Or it might, might let me just say this, let me, let me rephrase it. My first reaction isn't, isn't, darn, why would he say that? My first reaction is, okay, makes sense to me. I mean, you know, it's a very positive statement. If somebody hates America, hate, 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 it's got to be eating them alive. They would Just be better them. outside the country. <laughs> exactly. We don't want them to suffer. We want them to get out of here. <laughs> Leave. Adios. Here's, you know, if you if you truly hate America, move. Here's the evil pastor. Hear him in his own words. He's terrible. He's terrible. He's, he's just so mean and nasty and hates people. By the way, that statement doesn't have any hate for anyone. That's I mean, a very it's simply saying positive statement. It, here's what the pastor said when asked about it. It just came to me. I just said, America, I love it. And if you don't love it, leave it. People <laughs> that feel hard about our president and feel down, more down the president and down the country and everything, they ought to go over there and live in some of these other countries for a little while. Absolutely. Preachers, by and large today, are afraid they're going to hurt somebody's feelings. And when I get in the pulpit, I'm afraid I won't hurt somebody's feelings. Wow. He's afraid he won't hurt somebody. That's pretty cool, actually. You know, but He's there to convict hearts, is what he's saying. He's there, he's there to make you think about right and wrong. So he's taking that same mentality and using it here on his sign on his church. Now, the feedback from this has been, has been interesting, mostly positive. There's a few... Um, people who are easily offended, remember the professionally offended, that don't like this statement. And they're incredibly negative people. If you, if you think that statement is wrong out there, you could be a diehard Republican. You could be a right winger so far to the right you drag your ear on the ground when you walk. You could be a right wing extremist. But if you find that sign to be negative, you're a negative person. I don't care who you are. Well, I think what's happened here is the backlash is the other way. From someone who, who trashes the country, it used to be that we would laugh them off as the leftist rent-a-mob on the corner. It turns out they're in charge now. They're running the House of Representatives. There's four of them who are blatantly against it. And, and now we're like, well, wait a second. If you don't have an inherent love of the country, I mean, in its founding principles and documents and ideals— then you'll, you don't, you never want to fix it. You want to destroy it. You want to rip it out by its roots and destroy the entire country and start over. I've got a problem with that. And that's why Trump's tweet resonates. That's why most people look at this church sign and don't have a problem with it, because inherently most Americans have a love for the United States of America. Not for everything. There are obvious issues that we need to fix and work on and and, and, and get right and return to this limited government ideals. Certainly, there are things that Richard and I can't stand the fact that we have a radical pro-abortion government that essentially yes. allows abortion at any time. Do we say, that's it? I'm not standing for America anymore. I hate it. I'm done. I, it's the most disgusting. No. I mean, here's a country that uses my tax dollars to fund abortions. What do I do with that? Do I say the country sucks and it's inherently bad from its beginning? 
Yes, you do say that. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> of course not. But see the difference? The left despises everything from the beginning and builds the case that America sucks and then asks you to vote for them to yeah. destroy it. That's, I just don't understand this mentality. No wonder Trump's tweets resonate with people, and even he, if they are bombastic and angry and mad about them. Any of these nut jobs sit down and compare this nation against this one, then this one, then this one, then this one. They're going to find out that America is is an amazing place to live. It's an amazing country. It's the only one like it of its kind on the planet. Isn't it? Isn't it unbelievable? It's, just, it's crazy that we're sitting here. I mean, l- listen Talking to this conversation. This. We're, we're actually trying to defend the United States of America, uh, the Betsy Ross flag from two weeks ago to to these two women who are these four women. We're actually having to have a discussion about at least love the country? Is that where we've come? That now would, we have to argue whether we even like the country anymore? I give. <laughs> it's unbelievable. I like policy debates, but now we got to decide first if we like the United States of America? I'd give anything to sit in front of these four women and let them drill me the way they're drilling those folks in Washington. You know, you see these these clips on the news and on Fox News and on this channel and that channel, and they're they're up there. They're looking like... People that have been doing it for years. I mean, these people have studied. They, they, they've got the look and the sound of someone who's been grilling people in Washington for years for, for crimes and such. And these, these four women, who the hell are they? There's four women. <coughs> They're the Democratic Party. Is what they yeah, are. they are exactly. <coughs> excuse me. You're exactly right. That's who they are. All right, your phone call's next. 454-1366, Lee Brothers 820, WNTW 92.7 FM. Richmond's conservative compass, the Lee Brothers on 820 WNTW. Yep. Yeah. Is Trump, is Trump a racist? Now, this is a legitimate, real question. In his tweet, you cannot use his tweet as evidence of racism. Here's what you can do. You can do two things. You can ask the people in his cabinet that are black. Let's start with Ben Carson. Ben Carson was asked yesterday, do you think Trump's a racist? Carson goes, this is the most absurd thing I've ever heard in my life. If I thought Trump was a racist, I'd be gone in two seconds. That's from a black man. Now, you leftists who are convinced he's a racist, why wouldn't you take the evidence of a man who works closely with him, who is black, who, by the way, would know, wouldn't he? The second thing you might want to ask yourself is, what policy does this racist Trump implement that is racist. Oh, the answer I, I to those two questions. Oh, women. Exactly. No. Oh, wait a minute. I got, oh, wait a minute. Darn. Oh, I got No. It is too easy. He's so is, far from being a racist, it's, it's pathetic they're calling him one. It's, it's uh, actually, it's an ad hominem attack against a man who has no evidence that he is. But the left has pretty much been dominating uh, that in the press. All right, coming up, this uh, high schooler from Hermitage refused to stand for the pledge in the General Assembly. I hope we, you're listening. We got his clips and your comments. 454-1366, Lee Brothers 820, WNTW, 92.7 FM.
James Madison and George Washington would be so proud. The Lee Brothers on 820 WNTW. We built this city. We built this city on rock and We should play this song all the way through. We built this city on rock and roll. Just at the bottom of the half hour. The Lee Brothers, outside the capital of the Commonwealth of Virginia. Virginia citizens and American patriots, my name's Scott Lee, my co-host, my friend and my brother. Sitting to your left left at the bottom of the hour. Is Richard Lee. Okay. Thank you. you. Ha! There's, there's, uh, this is catching on. This, this, this hate for the country, this protesting of the United States, the Betsy Ross and Nike endorsements of a guy who hates the country. Uh, people who no longer stand for the pledge, who no longer stand for the national anthem, who play on professional uh, teams. And it's becoming this, this, uh, this, thanks to social media, making them think that there's a whole lot of people who think this way. This is becoming uh, uh, more dominant. The General Assembly had a special session last week on guns. And some kids went there for the, uh, for the, for the General Assembly session to learn about government. You know, that's kind of what they want to do. And um, Jazine Plummer was there. He's a 16-year-old Hermitage High School student who, when people stood up to say the pledge, he goes, I don't think so. You know, I'm feeling kind of empowered here. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to sit kind right of here. A, not in my gut being as a Hermitage High School student. He could have gone, I don't know, let's say Tucker on Paramore. That would have been movie better. <laughs> Whatever. That high, high school, school would have been fine. Matter. It does matter. You, you graduated... 30,000 years ago. This guy, that's my alma mater. There's a lot of Hermitage well, folks in the building right now. So, look, there's and plenty. They don't of, just come there's here. plenty of people in They're every school that are dirt bags that put the you know bad stain on the school. I'm sure this isn't the first bad Hermitage high school student. Yes, anyway, it is. It's here's the first one ever. Now, now he's empowered. He's you know, he doesn't like the country either, remember. And he's this is consistent with the rest of the culture we're seeing. I mean, he made his case to the nearest microphone. Of course, the press is there. Oh, by the way, one thing we didn't mention is he didn't stand up. And so a Capitol Police officer walked up behind him and said, hey, uh, this is the moment where you stand. Since you don't understand what happens, I guess, you stand. And the and the, apparently the police officer reached up, kind of grabbed his jacket or his shirt and kind of lifted him up. And he stood up and said, oh, okay, I get it. And that was where her career ended, probably. <laughs> she was a female white officer. Not that we have to know the race of anyone, but in this culture we do. Here's what the kid and his mother said. I made a decision to sit. Good decision. Right? I made a decision to sit because I'm a lazy Yes, I'm a lazy dirtbag. I made I'm the scum of the just, earth. I'm a piece of now. Just at a just on r- a, rock, Richard. If your kids or my kids ever said this right here, I made a decision to sit. Um, I would say the yeah, last yeah, decision you're going to exactly. make. Exactly, I've got a decision for you. Sitting down for a while, even if your son goes. But dad, do you know how bad America is? I'd say, well, you got a beef with something in America. Okay, I understand. It's not perfect. I'd like you to go visit these countries, come back and tell me. Meanwhile, you're going to stand when the Pledge of Allegiance is said if you're going to be in my household. Just say it. Amen. Okay, anyway, let's let, let's go back to this this kid who seems to be a, 
reasonable. Let's hear it again. He made kid. a decision. Yeah, I like look, that. Okay, I like let's start from the said. very beginning. Here's uh, the kid that did not stand so at the General smooth, Assembly. Really smooth. The General Assembly special session on guns. He wanted to see how government works, so he went to Virginia Senate, sat in the gallery, did not stand for the pledge. The Cap- peanut gallery? He said the peanut gallery? Capitol Police came up. That's what it sounds like. Grabbed his shirt, asked him to stand. Here's what he said. I made a decision to sit. And when I decided to sit, the officer came over to me and she tapped me. She said that we stand in here. And I said, no, I'm choosing to sit. So Could you imagine the nervous thing? We no, stand I don't. in here. The, the police officer, listen, the Capitol Police has probably never seen disrespect of that, that type. They never, right? I'm sure they never have from a From a punk, 16-year-old immature punk. Exactly. Punk. All right, so the police officer probably does it not out of hate or despise, but probably said this kid probably doesn't understand that it's just respectful. You cannot like the country, but since everyone's standing, just be respectful and stand, you bonehead! Didn't say it like that, but I'm sure uh, she wanted to, and let's continue with his rationale. He should have said stand or leave. Stand in here, and I said, no, I'm choosing to sit. So then she she grabbed me by my shirt and she pulled me up. Oh, no. I decided to just stand and just, you know, be cool with it. Um, after that, I texted my mom and I asked her. I was like, "Is that a real thing? Like, are you, do you have to stand in here? Is that a real thing? Is this a real thing? No, I had to stand. Thing. No, this whole pledge of allegiance. It's all fake. It's a con. It's a lie. Has this kid never? I forgot. He goes to public high schools, which probably don't put a lot of emphasis on that anyway. But is there or no one in his life? Else. That, don't you understand the, the ramifications and consequences for what the Democratic left is doing to the kids of our country? Why wouldn't you instill in someone that this is the greatest place to be? God gave you an incredible gift of born in the United States of America. Instead, we tell them the opposite, to make kids enemies of the United States of America? This is what this kid is now. So He He certainly should be an enemy of the Capitol Police. They should have the right to ask someone to stand or drag them out kicking and screaming by the hair if they have to. Either way. Whatever. I like dragon. <laughs> it's kind of fun. That's kind of anyway. Better. We okay people. We don't obviously agree with it. But anyway, yeah, we so, do. I used to drag you okay. around uh, when you were a child. Well, that's that's a why you're so strong today entirely. about things. Different entirely. No, it wasn't. It, we, it completely is, Richard. I the was only family. trouble I you got in was because of the grass stain you got on the back of your pants from no, me dragging you by your that's hair. That's true. I think I am better because of it, actually. I think I, so. I, have I ever thanked you for it? It was kind of funny with the dirt in your back pockets. Um, no, you never have. No, thank you. And there's a reason why. Okay, you should so anyway, thank me and buy me dinner. <laughs> here's the uh, here's the rest of this uh, clip. I believe his mother gets involved. Um, because I've never been to a session before, so I didn't know. I didn't know. I didn't it's, know. I'm so I've never confused. been to a session. Something as simple as that. I, Everyone <laughs> else around you the is pl- standing. <laughs> you moron. You don't get know? on your feet. The pledge of allegiance. You? You don't know the Pledge of Allegiance? Can you, did you memorize it at you, some point in your you life? You didn't know. I, I know what. Do you understand the meaning of the Pledge of Allegiance? It? It's, I am, I, I can't get past that. You know, really. why didn't his mother come in with, you know, she should have come in with a big stick and said, uh, I can't pronounce his first name, Jayashan or something like that. Yeah, it's Jayashan. Jayashan. If you ever do this again, I'm going to beat you oh, with no. this stick. No, no, the mother's next. Listen to what she says. So she was like, no, you don't have to. She grabbed me by the back of my shirt, and she pulled me up. Come on, Jaya Sean, or whatever. She on him gently, or she forced him to his feet, like yanked him up. Either way, she had no 
authority, no right to put her hands on my child or any child or any person to force them to their feet. You know what that mother's saying. She's saying that he that the police officer gently lifted my son up <laughs> by the back of his shirt. I would have picked his feet off the ground. Anyway, anyway. Let me just tell he you. He gently lifted her up by the back of his shirt. She, she's saying he either did that or yanked him to his feet. She's putting that in there for drama because obviously the police officer did not yank this no. dirtbag to his feet. The Capitol, I just want to go on record to state this. I would give the Capitol Police permission. I give him $40. They see, if they see my son sitting during the national anthem or the Pledge of Allegiance, I just want to go on record to say you can lay your hands on my son to get him to stand. I'd give him a list of things to do to my son. Number one, yank his skanky butt to his feet. Number two, beat him with your nightstick. This is... Um, Number three, call me so th- I can come get some pleasure out of beating him. I, I guess there were a few things that the Lee brothers were more more concerned about. I mean, if you know the history of this radio program in the 17 years we've been on the air here in Richmond, you know where it all started. It's It's a passion for America. And it's not a blind pass. It's not saying America's perfect. It's saying we're grateful for the country that God gave this planet. We think it is the best hope for mankind. We believe Amen. it is inherently good in the sense that it is better than every cesspool country out there. And this kind of stuff, it just, I mean, it drives me crazy that there was a segment of our society told that this is acceptable. You know, well, we were taught to memorize the. Pledge of Allegiance. We were not only taught to memorize. It, it wasn't. It wasn't like memorizing a poem. It was memorizing something that sends a message every time we say it. Right. Every time we hear it. Right. We knew what it meant. And today, kids are not being taught well, this. They're not. They're not being taught the importance of no. S- stating a pledge to the flag, and they're not being taught the importance of our history. This, greatest nation on earth they should be they should thank god every night in their prayers that they live here and that they're an american the interesting tie-in to this is what we're going to talk about in the next hour richmond public schools the elementary schools of fox elementary and Cary elementary have decided that they're going to cross uh the boundaries for diversity sake are they diverse diversity uh, diversified enough now because last year they weren't no yeah it was terrible and and those poor kids they couldn't learn two plus two equals four if there's only white kids in the room or black through the school and you go where's the diversity so let me fact where are the students oh it's summertime the, (laughs) the connection to this is is exactly what's wrong with our country we have put the wrong emphasis uh, 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 we put emphasis on the wrong things. And that, we put that, the wrong on, people on, in power. On on the color of someone's skin. And we've got a group of people who tell this young 16-year-old African-American, thanks to Kaepernick, thanks to Megan Rapino for the World Cup, thanks to an entire Democratic Party who is bent on telling this kid that the country is out to get him, that it's awful. There are ramifications of the kind of hatred that is spelled out by the Democratic Party. This kid is an example of it. Actually, it's frightening because a country can't survive when we're told that it's awful. Your phone calls. That's right. Next, 454-1366, 454 
1366. Lee Brothers 820 WNTW 92.7 FM. Lee and Lee, the trial lawyers of political talk radio. The Lee Brothers on 820 WNTW. Not too long ago, two friends of mine were talking to a Cuban refugee, a businessman who had escaped from Castro. And in the midst of his story, one of my friends turned to the other and said, we don't know how lucky we are. And the Cuban stopped and said, how lucky you are. I had some place to escape to. And in that sentence, he told us the entire story. If we lose freedom here, there's no place to escape to. This is the last stand on earth. My daddy served in the, the army. So he lost his right eye, but he flew a flag out in a yard. That not every American believes that. I mean, you can have disagreements on policy. You can have disagreements on a lot of things. But we've gone further than that now. We're now told that America is inherently, completely wrong on everything from race to LGBTQ, whatever the other letters are. I mean, it, it's un... It's I think un, you got them all. It, I think so. So here's this kid no, from Hermitage High more. School. A kid from Hermitage High School, he wants to see how his government works. That's a quote from him. You know, and he wants to go see how it works. He finds out that the government actually does the Pledge of Allegiance. And he goes, well, that's how it works. I don't want to be part of it. I'm going to just, what did he say again? Uh, what, what did he say again? Hey, I made a decision to sit. Okay, so. He made a decision yeah. to sit. Doesn't I frequently make a decision to sit. But it's not <laughs> during the Pledge of Allegiance. It's not when everybody around me is standing up. Oh, good point. Incredibly good point. <clears throat> so guess what happens? We went through the whole story. You heard everything. And the kid made his statements. The mother got involved. The biggest problem is this police officer. The Capitol Police who asked the kid to stand. How dare she? She's you? probably going to lose her job. She didn't. She's still. But not after a meeting. By the way, there's another visitor. Not after a meeting? A meeting. She had a meeting. She had a meeting with the mother, the kid, and Jennifer McClellan, the Democrat from Richmond. Senator McClellan calls a meeting said this is uncalled for. McClellan, who attended the meeting between the family and the Capitol Police, said the episode arose partly from a misunderstanding of intentions, which I believe could be the case. I mean, the officer probably could have looked at this kid and said, I don't think he knows what to do right here, so let me help so him. So gonna, he's going to look at the kid and say, well, here's, I knew there was one in the crowd that's dumb as a fence post, and everybody else is standing around him, so we're, we're going to try to help the kid. Hey, dude, you're supposed to stand up. No, that you can't do that anymore. There's a no, misunderstanding. So the Democrat, not a Republican, a Democrat came to the rescue, Jennifer McClellan, who, by the way, is another a huge, probably anti-American leftist, no, no question about it, who, who says that um, Plummer, that day, the kid, left the Capitol feeling unwelcome. So we, so we, we made him stand up to make him feel unwelcome? I, he should I, he, feel. He should have left the well, Capitol feeling embarrassed it, for unwelcome? not having the knowledge to know he should stand up when all of his fellow students around him are standing up. So when, maybe the problem is that everyone stood up for the pledge. Would it make the kid feel better if everyone looked at him and go, "Oh, I'm sorry. Let's sit down to make him feel welcome." What is wrong with our country? Don't you? Think, this is backwards. Don't you think he's just reaching for attention, like Colin Kaepernick? He's just reaching for attention. He wants to. I, I pray. To God that this does not make the national news, but it's not worthy of it. Here's what he said about Kaepernick. He actually talked about what Kaepernick does, how he, how he, uh, surprise, surprise. Exactly. This is what we were talking about. Due to injustices and inequalities that affect black communities, Plummer, the 16 year old student at Hermitage High who didn't stand for the pledge, said this quote, 
Those are areas that we need to work on a lot, unquote. You're 16 years old. Who is he to say what what needs to be worked on? It's How nice about you for, work on math and science? I don't I don't think he's engaged. You know, he didn't know that it's proper to stand <laughs> exactly. for the Pledge of Allegiance, <laughs> yet he, he can come out with an idea. <laughs> On how to fix the country. Exactly. The kid is brilliant. He's a genius. <laughs> that is perfect. I want to slap him in at ace. A rising junior at Hermitage High School. And he's coming on. Rising to, junior? He said, quote, uh, here's you another. don't have anywhere else to go. Yeah. Well, he, one more grade, you're going to rise. And, I'm, I'm sorry. He went on to say this, quote, and tell, listen to this. This is this kid. He's 16. Okay. Until I know that things are changing and they're getting better. I'm not going to pledge to a lie. I'm not going to stand up for something that's not real, unquote. I pledge allegiance to the... How can he not say that that's... How can... What, what, what's he think he's what, pledging? What, what does he mean it's a lie? What, I, this kind of thought is poison. You're pledging it's allegiance to a flag what, of what the United he, States. What do you mean things are changing or getting better? What would that look like? Uh, Lee Sean, you you sixteen year old kid. Is it Lee Sean? I I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> Hermitage High School student. What what would it look you like had for to you? Say that didn't you? What would it look like for you if things got better? Give me give me an example or someone four five four thirteen sixty six. Give me an example of what it would have the country would have to do to make you finally stand up and go. I pledge allegiance to the United States of America. What would it take? A free pie every week. The point is Friday. This kid pie day has America. no clue how great he has it on the entire planet. Wouldn't you love to sit down and interview him and uh, to find out what he really knows? Th- this is you know, it, right. I'd, I'd give him the 30 seconds that it would take probably. He, <laughs> this, this, this kid, is um, I, he had to plan this to get him some attention. He's got to be an attention hound. Well, he looks like an attention hound in his picture. You, you can hear. And, and play the, I wouldn't have worn that particular earring, but that's just me. That, that's true. He did have an earring. I'm play the clip again. Just listen to him. He, he's so impassioned here. I made a decision to sit. And when I decided to sit, the officer came over to me and she tapped me. She said that we stand in here. And I said, no, I'm choosing to sit. So then she she grabbed me by my shirt and she pulled me up. I decided to just stand and just, you know, just be cool with it. Be cool with it. Smart smart kid. What about the part where his parents are proud? He's not 18 years old. He has no rights. Exactly. He really does. He really has Not no really. rights. You know, if he's in the state capitol and the state capitol police come up and say, you know, if they came up and said, go stand on your hand in the corner for 30 minutes, I'd have a problem with that. But if the capitol police tell you to do the stand. simplest thing, that's you know American. what I'm saying? That's if American. the right. police are telling you right. to do the simplest thing, we stand in here. Just his stand. response should have been, he's just, I apologize, and he should have got to his feet as fast as he could. It's almost like these kids today have been told to disrespect things, and there's honor in that. They, yes. They've been yeah, told they, that. They're told Dis- so much disrespect, crap in high school. Disrespect the country. Dis- disrespect authority. Disrespect your parents. Disrespect everything, including the police officers. And once you go down that path, you become a punk. And you a become jerk. a very and a horrible citizen person. Exactly. You're going to have a, a terrible time holding a job because you have a problem with authority. With authority. And that's a problem. It is a problem. It, it, it really is you a gotta problem. You've got to teach your kids, and everyone teaches their kids, to respect authority. 
if if the Capitol Police came up to my son and said, stand for the pledge, you better do it. All right, yeah, your phone calls my, next. My kids the same way. That they're right. They're they're not learn. They're learning all the wrong things. Four five four thirteen sixty six Lee Brothers eight twenty WNTW ninety two point seven FM. Richmond's conservative compass. The Lee Brothers on eight twenty WNTW. The foundations of the country are under attack. And, and the left may say, well, who cares? But if you if we can if we have to argue about the Pledge of Allegiance or if we have to argue about the national anthem, and apparently we are now in the country, that's that is a foundational point of our country. Here's a, here, they want to take the country they want to make the country fascist. And here's another one. It's it's nuts what they want. Here's another foundation that's being destroyed. A federal judge yesterday bans graduation prayers and religious songs in a public school in Greenville County, South Carolina. In South Carolina. They, they're going to ban school-sponsored prayers, religious songs, and the use of religious venues at public school graduate Religious venues. You can't go to a church and do the, do the um, what's it, right before, the night before the graduation? What do they call that? Come Friday, usually. No, I know, but what's, <laughs> what's, what's the, the thing called? Um, it's called baccalaureate. Baccalaureate, yeah. That's, that's usually done. At a church. That's a French word. I refuse to pronounce it. But by the way, Thomas Jefferson allowed public institutions to house prayer and church. Boy, I'm glad this judge showed up in 2019 and fixed, and fixed that. After all because these poor years. Jefferson got it wrong. Tom, you screwed up. Here's what Jeff. Here's what not Jefferson said. Here's what federal judge Bruce Hendricks said. Uh, here's his. Here's his mandate. The district shall not include a prayer, whether referenced. Uh, referred to as a prayer, blessing, invocation, et cetera, in any meeting as part of the official program of a graduation ceremony. The district shall not include an obvious religious piece of music. Puke. Or a part of the official program for a graduation ceremony. Puke. What's the punishment in the United States of America if you do? Puke. You're this, going to jail. This requires, this requires retarded, civil feathered. disobedience. If I was in this school, if I was part of this district, I'd pray until the judge would come arrest me. You know, Unbelievable. There's liberals and there's liberal pukes. This guy's a puke, no question. All right, coming up. Unbelievable. Richmond, Richmond Public Schools. Richmond Public Schools are now going to mandate diversity between Fox Elementary and Cary Elementary. This is the most unconscionable story ever. All right, check us out at WNTW. TheAnswer.com, WNTW, The Answer. Click on the Lee Brothers, take you directly to our page. Three great videos there. You'll find it interesting. Your phone call's next, 454-1366. Lee Brothers, 820, WNTW, 92.7 FM. Stuff. Who cares? <laughs> oh, the left. The left's on the attack. We've got to stop these bad words. No, not the F-bomb and others. Words they like, have a new F-bomb. Words like America and manhole. They must be stopped. Manhole. Explain that to me. What? And one issue that defines emotion versus fact, the minimum wage. That was passed this week in the House. We'll discuss it next coming up. And We're going to get a raise, brother. Richmond Public Schools. They're planning to force elementary school school kids to different schools for diversity. That 
is next. Virginia citizens and American patriots, the only two-headed talk show outside the capital of the Commonwealth of Virginia. Lee Brothers, my name's Scott Lee. I'm Richard Lee. Thanks for joining us today. It's uh, going to be another hot one. That's going to suck in itself. Yes, it's you know, uh, really hot. School, school choice, instead of forcing these kids, why don't they put a school choice program? That would be too simple. Put a school choice program in place where a parents, you know, parents can actually pretend they care and <laughs> move their kids from one that sucks at one that doesn't. Well, so how, how, how so, simple is that? So currently, here's the deal. If you are a William Fox Elementary School uh, parent. How do you and, know that I go there? And you again? are, you have a kid. It's in the Fox Elementary School. I'm the you, oldest kid there. I you moved it. to that district. This is what's so screwed up about the whole system. You moved to the district so you could get the best school. Okay. And by the way, Cary Elementary School, John Cary Elementary School near Bird Park. I guess there's kids in that school that because they live in that district, they get that school. So the government draws the lines based upon right. what they think is great. Then people move into the districts. Now, no economic system anywhere in the United States of America works like that. Not a single one. And no grocery store have to move to put their kids of in a course better not. school. So here's what happened at, at, at Richmond Public Schools. And if you didn't hear this story, this is going to blow your mind. They hired a consultant. The consultant went to look at the schools and said, hmm, what's our goal here? Well, the goal it's from diversity. the consultant is to, now I don't know why this is the goal, to improve diversity of both schools. So you mean to tell me there's somebody sitting out there going, Carrie Elementary is too dark, and Fox Elementary is too white, so we got to fix that? Who looks at that and says, I got to fix it? What do you mean you got to fix it? Fix it for what? What reason? Is it the first thing you do when you look at a school is say, what are the grades? What's the graduation rate? Are we teaching these kids anything? Instead, the left and apparently Richmond Public Schools who hired a consultant think that the goal is to improve diversity. Uh, You know, if the Richmond City School board had to hire a consultant, they should all be fired <laughs> and bring somebody in with a certain level of intelligence before they they make decisions like that. Well, the consultant can consult any the way they want, but this isn't just the consultant you see. This is actually Jason Cameras, who used to work for the Obama administration, who, make, who now makes $250,000 in the Richmond Public Schools. He's he just, worked for the abomination? Yes. He is wow. the superintendent of the Richmond Public Schools, makes $250,000. Did I say that already? Did I tell you he Let's makes two hundred? He makes $250,000 a year. Did, did I mention that he makes... Hey, say it again. What? What do you want me to say? Say it again. What? How much does he make? Oh, how much? He, thanks for asking. Rich, uh, Jason Cameras, on the paid by the taxpayers, makes $250,000 a year to come up with this idea. Which you and I could have come up with for making ten grand a year, but for two hundred fifty thousand dollars a year, he has a goal of improving the district's diversity. That's what Jason Cameras initially proposed. So the consultant comes in and goes, "Here's what we're going to do: we're going to take Fox Elementary, we're going to take Cary Elementary, and we're going to somehow merge them in the and process make them diverse and make them more diverse." Well, is it diverse? Diversity works whether it's one school over here, one school over here, one school over here. Diversity, it's the entire school region. That's the diver- that's where well, the unfo- diversity but see, they lies. Look, but they looked at Fox and they think there's too many white kids at Fox. 
So they got to flip the kids, yes. put the kids through crap for, instead of just saying, all right, in our entire school system, because people have chosen to live here and go to the school system. Which is screwed up anyway. In our entire system, we have X number of whites, X number of blacks. This is how they think. X number of Hispanic. And now we're going to have to th- kind of throw them up in the air and let them all filter down into the school so they have the same number of whites, blacks, Hispanics, and they're, so forth. They're, so they're judging people by color of their skin, which is exactly brilliant, right. Which is so they can be more diverse, like VCU, Jason, by design. Jason Camera said, "Quote: Anywhere we have an opportunity to create more diverse, more integrated school environments, it's a great thing." Why? You read my mind. I was going to say, really? So you're going to make these kids be bust? Around you're gonna, they're gonna they're drive gonna by their old school <laughs> yes, exactly. to go to their new school. Here's what they're doing, which is probably in the city of Richmond, gonna suck anyway. No matter where you put them, it's a newly combined zone for Cary and Fox Elementary, and they'll start. Here's how it'll work: Fox for kindergarten through second grade, before going to Cary for third and fifth grades. So in other words, they're completely swapping everybody. So no longer if you went to Cary for second grade, now you're gonna go to Fox. And they made one big district out of it. So um, no longer, by the way, you can't, as a parent, I just, I'm sorry, you can only shop at this grocery store. You right. can't shop at other groceries. That would be insane, wouldn't it? So why is it not insane to tell parents you can only send your kids to this school? Why wouldn't we say you like the school in Henrico County or somewhere else? Send your kid. Why, why have we built a system that is inherently, in my opinion, detrimental to kids, why wouldn't we empower it's parents? Proven it's detrimental, but no, we can't do that. Instead, what we have our our government focused on, our government is focused on, our school district is focused on diversity, they're not education. Wor- they're more worried about that, not These education. Kids, they're more worried about diversity than they are about teaching the kids the meaning of the of the Pledge of Allegiance, teaching <laughs> right. the kids the history of this right incredible nation, teach the kids. Simple math. They're, they are here's, more here's the focused question. on. They spend a fortune with a uh, consultant. Here's the biggest question of all. If I ask Jason Cameras this and the parents and whoever else. I don't think they're ever going to hire us. So they're listening right now. The kid that is now having to go to Fox, who was a carrier or carry to Fox, either way, how are they going to be better educated? That's the question, isn't it? Oh, will they? No, they're not going to be Scott, why, but they why diverse. Is that the focus? So why does that care? Why, why should it, I care? Why is it the focus Education, right? Why isn't the focus what they're going to learn? It's unbelievable. Where where they're comfortable and and, and have their friends and such, they're going to learn more in an environment where they have been there a while and they're comfortable now. Now they're going to shake that up, and they're not robots. They're not machines. They're not a tape recorder. The public education system is locking kids into a disaster. We need to shake it up. It's unbelievable that that's where we've ended up, but that's the way it works. I would like like to say one thing. You know, we we had covered the city of Richmond schools and another time, another place, another era, and they sent in a really nasty anonymous letter. So if you don't have the nerve to put your signature on your letter this time to send to the station to complain, you know, don't bother writing it. Because nobody's going to read it. All right. We got uh, phone lines are packed. So stay with us. 
And we'll cover more of this and take your phone calls, 454-1366, Lee Brothers 820, WNTW 92.7 FM. Simple facts, persuasive arguments, and common sense like Thomas Paine. The Lee Brothers on 820 WNTW. Greatest show. Greatest show on the planet. Yeah. We have Sid here and dance at the mics. I just I just screwed up. The Aggie sale is starting in one hour. Okay. Good. Starting at 10 a.m. So I didn't mean tomorrow. I meant 10 a.m. this morning. So screw Get up. there early for best selection because I've got a truck. And I'm taking it all. No, I'm just kidding. I'm not taking four five four thirteen sixty six four five four thirteen sixty six. I'll be there though. John, the Latino Lee brother, you're on AM eight twenty WNTW and FM ninety two point seven. Good. How you doing, John? Welcome Hermosely, to the show, guys. The, the Latino Lee brother has the perfect solution for this. A melding of the two schools to make it more diverse using progressive liberal Democrat ideology and thought process. Yeah. Half of the kids in the white school declare themselves Latino and black, and half <laughs> and John, of the kids in the black genius. school retain, make themselves white and Latino, and the problem is solved. Matter of fact, the guys, some of the guys can become girls, some of the girls can become guys, and there is your diversity the, using liberal logic. The good, most what diverse I like call, school what I like system. I like to call stupidity. That's the most diverse funny. school system on the planet. It's by design. That, that's actually that brilliant. That is absolutely brilliant. You're a genius, John. That's pretty good. That's Man. pretty good. I mean, he's our Latino Lee what, brother. What would be uh, wrong? There's nothing wrong with that, according to the to the left. I no, mean, it's perfect. It doesn't it, matter what you think. So I think really, it doesn't matter what the reality is. It only matters what you think in your mind. There's 80-some genders, they claim, but I, I, I can't get a list from anybody. If you're listening and you have that list of 80-some different genders, will you please email it to us? Because <laughs> it's all on Facebook, I'm losing I sleep over it. All right, so the, the, the two schools here that we're talking about are Cary Elementary and Fox Elementary who have created a new combined zone because of diversity. They can't have white kids in Fox and black kids in Cary. It's not enough. J- Jason Cameras is convinced it's the best way to educate your kids, which is garbage. Even the chairman of the board, of school board, Don Page. Frank said, Sinatra? Said, oh, I'm sorry. Said, a- quote, if we really want to move the school district forward, we're going to have to have those uncomfortable conversations. Oh how is my that, God. How is that moving I'm the school cry just hearing about it. system forward? How does... Uncomfortable. Don Page, what are you talking... You're telling me math is better when the, you're, you're having a dis- different school district with different color of skin? You know it's what we need to do? We need to form a consulting firm. I'm serious now. A consulting firm that... Consults. Tells schools what to do. And I don't mean like shove it or anything. I mean, we literally go in and tell schools what to do. Right. And John, the Latino Lee brother, being the genius that he is, can help us. needs to come with us. He can solve every problem, and we'll just watch and pull yeah. in the bank. You know what I'm saying? Let me, let me just remind people what's happening in our schools. This is not about math. It's not about science. It's not about history. We know that is factual. It is about pure and simple liberal indoctrination. And I'll, I'm just going to give you one example. 
and it's it, it's it deals with the NEA National Education Association, which by the way is home of the VEA here, Virginia Education Association. Same thing. They had a meeting in Houston a few weeks ago. Meeting in Houston. They had a, meet, a meeting in Houston a few weeks ago. They they got together. Their opening comments were something along the lines of this: There are those who are determined to take us back to when people knew their places. Women got the coffee. People of color sat at the back of the bus. LGBT people. Uh, trembled in fear in dark closets. That's how it opened up. This is, is the National insane. Education Association. I would love to hear from one person that that had a family member who trembled in fear in the closet. Right. Then they they went on to talk I'm about. I'm gonna go Trump. home and do it just to see what it's all about. By the way, this is uh, Frank McDonough uh, on the uh, Bull Elephant blog is where I'm getting this. So that's how his family grew up. People all sitting in their closets trembling. According to the NEA, that's how it opened up. The NEA went on to say this about Trump. Delivered tax cuts. He accepted the preferred list of corporate-friendly judges, placed their cronies in key government positions. Um, he sabotaged agencies that were set up to protect consumers, the environment, healthcare workers, and, of course, education. This is the NEA's opening statements. Went on to say, so I hope I'm not being too subtle. I want to be clear. The United States of America has to have a new president. This is the National Education Association, which, by the way, so far has nothing to do with education. It's about indoctrination. (laughs) It's about leftist liberalism. Doesn't that head honcho guy work for the Trump administration? Yeah, yeah, right. And here's something else. This is what was really interesting. The NEA meeting went on to vote down a resolution, vote down a resolution that stated that the NEA will make student learning the priority of the association. They voted that down. They voted it down. So what is the priority of the NEA at their Houston meeting? I can guess. Diversity? The the resolutions they passed are this. They endorsed the fundamental right to abortion. They were enthused over reparations for slave um, slave descendants. They called on the U.S. government to accept responsibility for destabilization of, of Central American countries. They claimed that destabilization is a root cause of the recent increase of asylum seekers in the United States. So the NEA, the NEA conference, is nothing more than Democrat leftists. The public education system is completely co-opted. By people like Jason Cameras, who don't care about the education of your kids at Cary and Fox. Trust me, he does not care. He makes a quarter of a million dollars. He doesn't care about your kids. He cares about an agenda that indoctrinates your kids. Why forced diversity in a newly formed district of Fox and, and, and Cary for one purpose, for diversity? He didn't come out and say, look, I'm pretty convinced that Cary has a unique well, Cary Elementary has a unique stance on history and science, and Fox does better with math and English, so we're going to—he didn't say that. It's not about that. It has never been about that. The Virginia Education Association loves the little government-run indoctrination centers inside districts that you are forced to go into and can go nowhere else. There is not a better model for Marxism and socialism than the forced school districts that you have to put your kids in. Freedom, liberty, it's found in choice. Give parents the ability to send their kids anywhere. Bust up the cartel that is the Virginia Education Association and the NEA. Bust it up. It's a lie. Break it down now. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Something. How did you come up with it? All right. So. It just comes out. You know, you know, 
the head of the school boards get paid these incredible sums of money in my book. You mean superintendents? Superintendents, I don't know about yeah. the school boards. I don't know they get paid, well, but superintendents. I, well, okay. The head honcho, let's yeah. just refer to him as head honcho. They get paid an incredible amount of money, but the teachers don't. They simply don't. The ones that are actually working with your children face-to-face every day, they don't get paid a huge amount of money. Not a huge, but they get a great, they get a they phenomenal get a retirement. They get a great, great salary for nine months of the year. But teaching should be a calling. It, it should, should be not a, right. be a, a pathway job. to wealth. <laughs> it should it should not be how much money can I get out of being a teacher. Correct. It should be a calling. And if you've got teachers that are bad, fire their butts. But these head honchos getting paid 275000 to 300000 or more a year, that's asinine. That's ridiculous. 454-1366. Lee Brothers 820. WNTW 92.7 FM. In the mold of Madison, Jefferson, and Henry, real Virginians, the Lee Brothers on 820 WNTW. You see, this is the, the civil rights debate of our culture today. It's schools. Why do we have a locked-in school district? Give them choice. You don't have a locked-in grocery store. You don't have a locked-in cleaners. You can go anywhere. And and kids should be able to go anywhere because our education system is not only failing at the elementary and high school level, it's failing at the university level. You know, if you take the schools and and you say, okay, you live here, therefore your child goes there with a semi-lock. And if your child's not learning there, they get to. They make the schools competitive by saying, yeah. "If you don't teach these kids, their parents are going to pull them, perfect, and move them to another school that is performing, and someone's going to get fired." That would be as good. simple as that, and that would weed out probably right out of the gates. Weed out, weed out a lot of the teachers who are doing it to make as much money as they can with not having it as their calling in life. The, a lot of them would just leave on their own. The NEA, the VEA, the National Education Association, the Virginia Education Association, is not about children. It's about, the LBEA. It's about them. Lee Brothers Education Association. <laughs> That'd be good. We just walk in and fire half of them right out of the gates to get their attention. There's something going on in our culture. Colorado State University is erasing the word America. Colorado State University claims that American is a non-inclusive word that should be avoided. So, so they've come up with an inclusion commissions task force. That's the name of this task force. Inclusive oh, I want to be a member of the task force. Task force. The I'd left, like to be a cracker and hey, cheese eating task force. I'd be a member of that. You got to commit it to the left. They have very creative names for groups. The inclusive like New Americans. Inclusive communications task force. This is. Uh, they have an inclusive language guide. Oh, I've got to get that guide. And the, it eliminates the word American. It eliminates the word America. They're told to avoid them due to the fact that America encompasses more than just the U.S. By referring to the U.S. as America, the guide claims that one erases other cultures and depicts the United States as the dominant American country, which what it is. And you know what? Because they live in America, they have the right to say that crap. If they move to a foreign nation, and it's, let them move to Iran for one year and start saying that crap. Berkeley has removed the you word never find them again. manhole for maintenance holes. <laughs> And Berkeley has also removed gender language. All that. It's just insane. It's crazy. So they're just holes. It's crazy what's coming up. All right. Speaking of what's coming up. How about potholes? <laughs> the left has attacked the immigration workers. You won't believe this. And your phone calls. 454-1366. 454 
1366. Lee Brothers 820 WNTW 92.7 FM. Word. Not every policy is scientific, Lee. Where a comedy act and a serious thought collide. The Lee Brothers on 820 WNTW. Just after the bottom of the hour, the Lee Brothers outside the capital of the Commonwealth of Virginia, down near the board. My name is Scott Lee, my co-host, my friend, and my brother sitting on my left sometimes. Sometimes, sometimes as far left. Is Richard Lee. Sometimes as far as I can get. All right, check us out, WNTWTheAnswer.com. WNTWTheAnswer. Click on the Lee Brothers. Takes you directly to our page. What is a dangerous person? Scott. You, You want... Oh, I'm sorry. You, I thought you, it was a, like a... You, you won't believe the video period. at WNTWTheAnswer.com. Click on the Libra as you'll find out who the dangerous person really is. You also find out dangerous why people. there's this amazing feel-good video there. It's all about the United States of America. Trust me, when you look at this, you're going to go... That does make you feel good. That's all. At WNTWTheAnswer.com, click on the Lee Brothers, takes you there. And Obama's quotes are racist. Obama's quotes are racist. A man on the street interview, you'll find out that they thought they were Trump's. Turns out they're Obama's. You'll get a kick out of it all at WNTWTheAnswer. WNTWTheAnswer.com. Click on the Lee Brothers. hilarious. Also, the station's changing constantly. Bunch of new programming. And you'll want to uh, check it out there. Stay a lot of new people. Stay in touch with the... We're having uh, some fun. The Lee Brothers that way. Great changes coming. All right, 454-1366, 454-1366. Democrat representatives have accused the former ICE director of racism. Now, the left is, is painting the border crisis as if there was a group of people who wake up every morning and go put kids in cages. There's, they act like there's a group of people, Trump being one of them, by the way. I guess if you can paint Trump as literally thinking that I can't wait to put a kid in a cage, then you can win the debate. But these people actually think that there was somebody out there that has said, let's put kids in cages. I mean, this is the most absurd premise. But even bigger than that, there's, a, there's this premise that suggests that it's about race. Representative Garcia, Democrat, that is, was interviewing the ICE director, Tom Holman. Ice, ice, baby. Tom Holman. I'll do that for you. Became right. very frustrated. But here's the. Now, which, listen, if you're that guy's Holman, an awesome guy, he's an awesome guy. Holman is a father. He's just a normal guy. He's running the enforcement and customs uh, department. He wants to make sure that the country's protected. He's not an evil man. He didn't step out. Just to put kids in cages. But here's what the congressman said about him. Have we not learned from the internment of Japanese Americans? No, hang on a second. Let's just, hang on. The scolding immediately is so disgusting. You sit on a perch as a king and queen in a far-off land surrounded by a beltway we call Washington, D.C. You look down on us serfs and peasants. You have the nerve to start talking that way as if this guy on his own... Is responsible. Magic one and did all this. And number two, there's no comparison. No, exactly. It doesn't even begin to compare. (laughs) Not even close. With what's going on down there. Have we not learned from the internment of Japanese Americans? Mr. Holman, I'm a father. Do you have children? How can you possibly allow this to happen under your watch? Do you not care? 
Is it because these children don't look like children that are around you? Oh, my word. I don't get it. Have you ever held a deceased child in your arms? Is that the most disgusting, the most disgusting question? If that guy was talking to me, I would lose my mind. Yeah, I I would, too. I'd, I'd light it up. You know, how can we allow these these folks to to even say crap like that here's what's happening the congressman is on he he really believes that the person he's talking to is evil he really believes this guy wants to put kids in cages. you think he really believes it or he's just uh, listen doing how it, we talk to him he's doing it for the camera maybe because this you know he's got a camera dialed right in on his face here's holman's answer first of all your comments are disgusting <laughs> I've served my country. I've served my country. I've served my country thirty-four years. I find your comments disgusting as well. What comments? He hasn't said so anything what are you yet. About? You moron! What do you mean? He hasn't said anything what? yet. His, his comments about defending the country and its borders. How could his comments be disgusting? He he, he served the thirty-some years. He served, and those comments. That's all he got out of his mouth. Oh, he's not done. He's not done. And it, I've served my country for 34 years. And, yes, I held a five-year-old boy in my arms that, in back of that tractor trailer. I knelt down beside him and said a prayer for him because I knew what his last 30 minutes of his life were like. And I had a five-year-old son at the time. What I've been trying to do my 34 years serving my nation is to save lives. So for you to sit there and insult my integrity and Amen. my love for my country and for, the, and for children, that's why this whole thing needs to be fixed. He wasn't done. He, he, he continued on this rant and laid into this guy, and he should. This congressman is a here, disgusting human being. Who's holding up the money for fixing these things? Oh, yeah, the Democrats. It's Congress's deal. It's Congress. They, they're Run the ones by the Democrats. Exactly. They're the ones responsible. This crap has been going on long before Trump came into power. This stuff's been going on for a long time, and it's not as horrid as they say. Exactly. Well, they, here's the other know, thing. To, to, to beat up the guy whose job is to enforce the law that they made. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, exactly. Look, that's unbelievable. Here's a law. In three years, we're going to rip you apart for it. But have fun with it. Here's He continues. Listen to how he gets upset. It's very good, by the way. Good response. I have saw many dead bodies coming across this border. And you want to talk about the memo? This memo is one option to stop death. Not just about enforcing the law, stop death. If you want to legalize illegal immigration, good luck with that, because it's going to get a hell of a lot worse on that border. If, if you say, well, okay, from now on, there will be no consequence, no deterrence. It's not illegal to come to this country illegally. More families will come. 31% women will be raped. More children would die. That's right. We're a nation of laws. If you don't like it, sir, change it. You're the legislator. I'm the executive branch, and I've served my country honorably for 34 years. And I will not sit here and have anybody say that I don't care about children because you're not the same color as my children. Thank you very much. I would have got up and walked out on that jackass. I would have just gotten up and said, you know what? I may have come across the desk on him. I mean, that's really un. But this is how the left thinks. This is how they, 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 they rationalize things. That's how they function. Now, now you think that's it from this Garcia guy, but here's AOC, our favorite congressman Here from Queens and Bronx. Part of the squad that's going to change the world. <laughs> that's right. Superhero squad. <laughs> so she gets a hold of uh, Holman here. He Isn't does- there a cleaner called AOC? I think Amway makes it. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty funny. All right, so... so <laughs> 
So AOC from Amway um, <laughs> starts starts to uh, attack Holman. Now listen to her attack language because th- there's a reason she's attacking him this way. She's smooth. She is attacking him because like she actually thinks should be. <laughs> that he he's evil. Listen to the way she talks to this guy. She actually thinks that he wants kids in cages, that he's responsible for kids in cages, and she's not, you see. She's sitting on a perch going, I'm so much better than you. That's the framework. Now listen to what she says. It says the official recommendation. There were three different options presented. The third included the option for family separation. This initiative would pursue prosecution of all amenable adults, including those presenting with a family unit. Listen. Mr. Holman, your name is on this. Is this correct? Evil. Yes, I signed that memo. So you are the author of the family separation policy. Uh, You hear that? You hear that? So you're the author of this. You hate kids. You want to put them in boxes, right? Why are those children not in cages? Here he here's his answer. This is this is good. He, he comes back. My separation policy. I am not the author of this memo. You're not the author, but you signed the memo. Yes, a so, zero a zero tolerance memo. So you listen. Provided the official recommendation. You pro- here's where she's going. So you. You, sir, are evil. You're the one that wanted kids in cages. Listen, you can. The Democrats don't do any research. This is as good as is when the, they started asking the bankers, right? Why exactly. aren't you giving us some help with uh, student loans? We don't do those anymore. Oh, oh. how about you? <laughs> Why don't you give some help with your student? We we haven't done that in ten years. <laughs> exactly right. So she continues to try to pigeonhole him, and here he's here he gets back at her. To Secretary Nielsen on family for the United States to pursue family separation, and so the recommendation of the many that you recommended, you recommended family separation. Wow, she said recommended three times, which includes family separation. The same as is whenever a U.S. citizen parent gets arrested when they're with a child. Zero tolerance was interpreted as the policy that separated children from their If parents. I get arrested for DUI and I have a young child in a car, I'm going to be separated. When I was a police officer in New York and I arrested a father for domestic violence, I separated that Mr. father Mr. Holman, with all due respect, legal asylees are not charged with any crime. When you're in the country uh-huh. illegally, it's violation 8 United States Code 1325. Seeking asylum is legal. If you want to seek asylum, go through the port of entry, do it the legal way. The oh. Attorney General of the United States has made that clear. Okay. Oh, 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 AOC. No. AOC. Uh, your bridges you, down? That's so bad. You didn't research enough. I, if I was her, I Idiot. just wouldn't speak anymore. I, I, in these committees, I wouldn't try to be smart like I know Exactly. Things. She should just talk to the squad when in their private little <laughs> just superhero the <laughs> meetings where they all wear their costumes. So AOC is convinced the guy's evil, convinced that he's doing things that are bad. It turns out she was wrong. That she was wrong on every level. What an idiot. And, and, and Holman says, look, they, they broke the law. No, they can't break the law. There. Then they go the right way. You try to come across our border illegally, these things happen. If you get arrested, you want us to arrest the kid too? Is that what you're saying, AOC? Or you don't want any laws, I guess is really what her entire point is. She thinks all Republicans want to put your child That's in right. cages. Exactly. And That's let them live in that cage in their own feces. <laughs> uh, never giving a shower. Shoving their food through a cage. That's that's, so, that's just that's not America. That's, that's not even close. That, you know what? What a great point. That's America, insanity. They they make it sound like America is evil. Their own country. 
Don't they know what's happening there? Don't they know that we're forced our hands? We're getting a rush on the border. We're doing our best to deal with a mass invasion at the border, and they think we're evil because of it. All we need is a little touch of fascism, you know. That's right. Fascism, so, socialism, communism, all of those. Yeah, all those countries were good. The issues. Yeah. They're, they're, and then we put all the kids in cages and be done with it. Yeah, when Russia killed 100 million people and, and, and all those. No, that, they, they, was just, they were fine. Yeah. That was pocket change. All right, your phone call's next, 454-1366, 454-1366. Lee Brothers, 820 WNTW 92.7 FM. No opinion, no slant, just the facts. Yeah, right. The Lee Brothers on 820 WNTW. I heard one about a fellow who went to the KGB to report that he lost his parrot. The KGB asked him why he was bothering him. Why didn't he just report it to the local police? Well, he answered, I just want you to know that I don't agree with a thing my parrot has to say. You know, I miss Reagan's simple, simple stories about what it was like in communist Russia or the gulags or when government gets so big, it can actually punish you for speech. But that's exactly what the left is doing today. That was perfect. Thanks for that, Mark. 454-1366, 454-1366. There are, there are really few issues that, that define the parties better than this issue. I mean, the, 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 the abortion one defines the parties nicely. But when you start talking about policy and issues, the minimum wage is pretty good definer of two different ways to look at the role of government. You know? Are you, good way are, to get a raise. are you on? No. Okay, go ahead. There we go. It's a good way to get a raise for you and I. I mean, but but yeah, it's I not know. a raise. That That's another uh, farce about it. The minimum wage is probably one of the dividing lines on thought. So if you take uh, someone on the left and someone on the right, they're going to see this issue in a completely different way. You see, yesterday, or maybe it was two days ago, the House passed a bill, raised the Wage Act which would increase the national minimum wage from $7.25 per hour to $15 per hour within a five- to six-year span. So from now to 2025, uh, it will slowly go up to $15 per hour. And you know what that's going to do? It's not, it's not just going to give them more money to spend. It's all going to be relevant. It's going to be like a minimum of everything. You are getting paid fifteen dollars an hour, but now your hamburger's twelve bucks. You know, it's it's the, the the reason this is interesting though is because when you think of the, the the way the two parties look at it, or let's just say the two philosophies, you get the left and the right look at this. The left says it's not fair what people are paid. Of course, we know how life works; it doesn't work on fairness. The the, the right side or the or the Constitution conservative side looks at it and goes, "Well, wait a minute, um, you're, you're putting a price on labor." If you want more labor, you don't raise the cost of labor. And that's economics, by the way. Or and the other thing is you, wow. cer- you certainly don't think That's a big word. You certainly what, labor or economics? Economics. <laughs> How about labor? Is that a big word? <laughs> Labor's only five letters. The, the, the other the, the, the right also looks at do we really want a government in a far off land surrounded by this thing we call a beltway determining wages? Do we do they know the value? Of the employee? I mean, who really understands the value of an employee? You know, the elected officials, 
want to raise your minimum wage, they are trying to buy your vote. That's exactly in the next election. But here's the thing: if they talk to these their, their constituents, these employees of all these companies, and they if they ask them, "What do you?" want from your job really really what do you want is it money is it you know discounts what is it 90 percent of them are going to tell them they want to be praised for a job well done they want to work hard make a fair amount of money and they want to hear from their boss that they're doing a good job maybe we can for money right before 15 dollars an hour and all that is, it's just, it's something to, to buy votes. Sure. It's simply to buy the vote. That's well, all it is. They so, don't so, give a no, rat's butt about what, what they're getting no. paid. They could care less. Well, and the people who vote for the minimum wage increase don't understand economics. The Democratic Party is not an understanding of how the economy works or the role of government. The role of government has no business setting wages. Exactly. This is a dividing line in the, in, 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 uh, in, in the uh, ideologies, it's so obvious. Every time we have this conversation, it's it's just so unbelievable how easy that the the the, the masses or the sh- or the serfs and peasants, or the liberals, look at you, believe this. It's so easy how people get sucked into this. They get sucked. Oh wow, the government's going to come down to my boss, smack him in the face for not paying me enough, and they're going to give me a big rate. So think of it this way too. It's crazy for those who have worked hard. You started the minimum wage, you've worked up, and now let's say you're making $15 an hour. And then Fred just got hired today at $8, $9 an hour. Because the federal government mandates it. How does that make you feel? You see, the left doesn't see that. They don't care. Here's something else the left doesn't see. They can't see it. It's not in their makeup. It's impossible for them to see it because they don't give a rat's butt. That's true. So the left says, well, we haven't had a raise in a decade. What do you mean? You mean the minimum wage hasn't been raised, but people have gotten raises. Nobody goes and stays at the minimum wage forever. No, they not unless the they, system. Not unless it's a they, starting job. If they're a suck employee, they're going to get paid based on their performance. If they're a stellar employee and they're a real asset to the company, they're going to start getting raises because that employer is not going to want to lose a stellar employee, but one who sucks at life. He made a mistake hiring him in if the first place. If fifteen dollars an hour is a good wage, why not twenty? Why not a hundred? Where does well, it stop? Seriously, that's that's the rationale. If the government should set wages, why? What would stop the government from setting the twenty? And ultimately, the left would have to admit that it's not the role to set wage. And it's they'd not. have to tell the treasury, crank up the print presses. We're giving everybody a raise, hundred dollars an hour, so you can buy that eighty nine dollar cheeseburger. Shouldn't the well actually be about eight hundred ninety dollars probably? Shouldn't the wage be determined on between the employer and the employee? If the employer says, "I'm going to hire you, I'm going to pay you two dollars an hour," if the employee agrees to that, why shouldn't that be the contract between the employer and the employee? If the employee says, "I'm not working for two dollars an hour," fine, fine. There's a guy down the street tire, and I saw the sign this morning. Why can't Adios. that be the system we live in? But to the left, they always look at free markets and free people as bad and government as all dictating and all powerful and all good. You should be very fearful of that government.
Be afraid. Be very afraid. 454-1366. 454-1366. Lee Brothers 820 WNTW 92.7 FM. Where a comedy act and a serious thought collide. The Lee Brothers on 820 WNTW. And that's a uh, that's a rap. But we're not having any squash in this rap. The word's too close to squad. Squad. I would like to squash the squad. Okay, one more thing about the squad. This Rashida Talab from Democrat from Michigan trashed the rich this week. Said that rich are the reasons there's racism and xenophobia. Unbelievable. She said, it blows my mind how how these people got elected. Yes, yes. She said, speak truth to power. Truth, truth to, to power. power. Where we heard that before? And what does that truth even mean? Truth to power. I don't even know what it Still means. Still waiting for a definition. It of doesn't truth make power. sense. Facebook, by the way, Let's has work on it this weekend. Has forbid the words of Saint Augustine or Saint Augustine, as some might say. Saint Augustine, the words have been banned. Isn't that's unbelievable? Isn't Facebook simply becoming a place for liberals to go? That, I, I mean, Facebook. Is, uh, the, my friends on Facebook aren't aren't like that for the most part. Some of them are, some of them aren't. But well, unless you're on our Facebook page where we Facebook Live our show, even so that would be an alien spacecraft shot down the fa- Facebook satellite launch. That you happened? haven't seen that? No. I'm serious, Richard. I don't I'm know serious. how I missed that. I must have missed the uh, conspiracy theory link entirely. I zoomed in. Two little gray guys about this big <laughs> with eyes the size of whatever vegetable is Check us there. out at WNTWTheAnswer.com. Click on the Lee Brothers Take Sheet R page. We archive our shows. If you click there, you got three great videos, and you can catch up on the things of the station at WNTWTheAnswer.com. Thanks for joining us. Have a wonderful weekend, and we'll see you next week right here on 820 WNTW and FM 92.7 Have a great night tonight. Can you hold on one second? I'm uncomfortable. My friends, we did it. We weren't just marking time. We made a difference. We made the city stronger. We made the city freer. And we left her in good hands. All in all, not bad. Not bad at all. And so... Bye. God bless you. And God bless the United States of America.